I felt really a foul of this early in my career because coming from the PMP side of the house, I was always overcompensating because the project manager in me would have been just like, you're done, you're fired, you're out of here. But I, I kind of went too far to the extreme. Like, I don't want to fire anyone. I don't want to kick them off team. I want to do everything I can to help them. What I ended up doing was putting the rest of my team at risk to try to save one person who didn't want any help and didn't want to be saved. So I think that's important too, is you have to kind of know when you're sacrificing everybody else to try to help one person. That's not the right thing to do either. Welcome back to Sound Notes from Leading Agile. My name is Vic Bonacci. I'm a certified Scrum trainer with Leading Agile, and I'm joined as always with Dave Pryor, also a certified Scrum trainer. Hey, hey Dave. How are you? I'm doing great. What are we talking about today? Well, I got a problem. Like, I got this guy on my team, this developer, and every sprint, he's got stuff that's not finished. He's carrying it from one sprint to the next. No matter what I do, I could put thumbtacks in this guy's eyelids. He'd still be dragging stuff from one sprint to the next. Every Everything we try is just not getting it done. So I'm looking for advice. What should we do? Yeah, HR. No, yeah, I wouldn't go there first. Don't put thumbtacks in anyone's <laughs> eyelids. That was a little extreme. <laughs> but I hear you. I mean, that seems to be a, a – I mean, people are people, right? Everyone's human and, and we all work differently and some people just feel like, yeah, we're doing Scrum and yeah, we're a Scrum team, but that means I can have the freedom to do it's whatever agile, I want. You right? just do whatever. Yeah, we adapt. Um, so actually I've, I've talked to a scrum master or two about this type of, uh, a situation, right? If you have someone who's carrying something from one sprint to the next, so, well, first of all, they're not hitting up, hitting their goals, right? They're not accomplishing what they tell the rest of their team. I mean, forget the product owner and, and, and their boss, the manager, they're, they're letting their teammates down. Yeah. And, and so for me, it, it's a team problem, even though it is just, just the one person. So first of all, I would want to see, is anyone else seeing this? Are other members of the team uh, hearing that this guy is just not finishing his work from one sprint to the next? Yeah. And I'm assuming that it's pretty apparent. It's pretty yeah. apparent. And I think I've been trying to focus them, like you said, on the idea that like when any one of you doesn't deliver, everyone here fails. We're all going to have to go into that sprint review yeah. and explain why. Um, and And my hope is that they're going to create enough pressure – it will create, that they'll either find a way to help this person or find a way to address it, some kind of corrective behavior with this person. Right. And that's what I'm hoping, too, is that the teammates get enough of it because they have to cover for this guy yeah. and and help um, help kind of the communications with that. Um so that's the first thing I would do is like try to encourage the team, ask the team, is this bothering anyone else? Is this affecting anyone else's work? Is this how did how do you feel about it? Oh, I have one. Before and maybe that. that's enough. I would sure. ask the, the person like what what's going on? Is there is there a reason that this can't yeah. be done? You know, everyone committed to it. Do you understand sure. the impact of you not delivering? Do you need something? Absolutely. Yeah. That's a, a great starting point, too. Um, and that you're probably doing that like every day that they're saying, well, I didn't get it done yesterday. But didn't you say that the day before? Yeah. Yeah. You might be having those conversations much earlier. Right. Um, so, yeah, first talk to the person, see if there's extenuating circumstances. What can we do to help you? 
he keeps saying, no, no, I got it. Just like the, these meetings are enough. You know, I got to just work. Just let me work. It's like, all right, we're just trying to help you out. Next, go to the team. If, if the team is not applying the peer pressure accountability, um, then what do you do after, yeah. after that? So, so I've got an idea, okay. but let's hear what you, what do you got? Well, I was going to, I, I fell really afoul of this early in my career because coming from the PMP side of the house, I was always overcompensating because the project manager yeah. in me would have been just like, you're done, you're fired, you're out of here. Um, <laughs> Thumbtacks are coming right. out. <laughs> but I, I kind of went too far to the extreme. Like, I don't want to fire anyone. I don't want to kick them off team. I want to do everything I can to help them. What I ended up sure. doing was putting the rest of my team at risk to try to save mm. one person who didn't want any help and didn't want to be saved. So I think that's important, too, is you have to kind of know when you're sacrificing everybody else to try to help one person. That's not the right thing to do either. Sure. But maybe it's that, and this is what I would, I would have a conversation with the Scrum Master about, maybe that person doesn't know how to ask for help or yeah. has challenges in planning their day or whatever it might be. And so maybe they need an accountability buddy, not the scrum master, right. not the coach, but maybe there's another team member who is able to basically pair yeah. with that person, like do some pair programming. It could be like designing together, walking through like a code review together, whatever it might be, testing. Yeah. But you might, as a scrum master, not necessarily propose this yourself all at once, see if someone else comes up with the idea, but you can plant seeds. You can go and ask Adam, hey, Adam, um, you know, Felix over there. Sorry if your name is Adam or Felix here. Those are the names that just popped into my mind, right? Damn that, uh, Felix. So Felix over there is never never getting any stuff done. And, and you kind of sort of like have a good working relationship with Felix. You know the product Felix is working on, whatever right. it is. Could you, you fix Felix, please? Brain. <laughs> yeah, fixing Felix is the name of this episode. Uh, yeah, and so maybe maybe you have identified someone who's able to pair and has the bandwidth to pair yeah. um, in advance, and then whether it's at a, a retrospective, hey, this comes up, this is the second or this is the third sprint in a row, Felix. You know, is there something we can do to help you out? And maybe Adam's like, hey, I could pair. It's like, hey, great idea, Adam. Yeah. You know? And then what I like about that, too, is I don't like the going behind the back necessarily. That's right. not what I'm getting at. But but the idea that you you, you see the team can try to solve their own problems yeah. and, and take that ownership as a team. And then it gives Felix, in this case, uh, the ability to say, um, oh, no, I don't I don't need anyone else's help. And then then you say, but we're, we're trying to help you. Why are you turning down help? Yeah. And then I think the team can have your back if you're the scrum master and the team can kind of say, no, we, we think this oh, that's be good. Yeah. Good to try as an experiment. You know, that's good. That, that's where I'm going where I'm coming from on that one. I don't know. Maybe there's another angle. I, you I know see. the only other thing that, that I would add, I mean, one thing I want to recap, just remind everybody that the whole reason we work in a sprint is to get finished work. We can get feedback on. So it's not just that Felix is causing his team to not deliver. He's basically negating the point of scrum because right. we have to get finished work done. Um, right. And another thing just to mention, because Vic and I are both certified scrum trainers and people ask about you know problem team members in class all the time. The Scrum Alliance says nothing about that. It completely sidesteps that conversation. The Scrum Alliance, the Scrum Guide, Scrum.org, like there's nothing about that. So um, 
Yeah. You know, one one thing you might do, Mike Cohn tells a story about the team voting someone off the island, um, sure. which can happen. I, I I always feel obligated to share a story from my past there where, where I was on a team, a board of directors, when we voted somebody off the island. The guy was a complete, like, pain in the butt to work with, super heavy process-focused guy. And we were all like, yeah, we don't need you. We got rid of him. And as soon as we got rid of that guy, we sucked at everything we did. Sometimes on a team, you'll have that underperforming person, but that is what like holds the team together. So maybe Felix is not delivering is what is getting the rest of the team to deliver the other stuff. That's another thing. Yeah, maybe Felix isn't working on his own user stories, his own tasks, because he's off helping someone yeah, else or answering other questions. So. Yeah, definitely a little bit of digging on there. And maybe that would come up earlier in your conversations with Felix. Why didn't you get it done today? Well, today I was over there with Kyle, you know, doing this. Because <laughs> there's a good chance Felix that. doesn't get up in the morning and go to work thinking, I can't wait to screw my team over again. Like, that's probably sure, not what's right. happening. So, listeners out there, is there some other approach that we're missing? Feel free to reach out to either of us. I can be found. My email is victor.bonacci, B-O-N-A-C-C-I, at leadingagile.com. And I'm dave.prior, P-R-I-O-R, at leadingagile.com. And, yeah, we'd love topics, uh, questions, whatever you got. Send it our way. Well, until next time, this has been Sound Notes from Leading Agile. (laughs) Thanks.